Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to doubt When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast called Love the Graps. Hiya! Uh, this is a podcast where Chris, that's me, and Alan. That's me. That's Alan, the internet's Alan Boone. In the, his house. <laughs> That's how I talk now. Um, we talk about wrestling. Um, normally we talk about wrestling show that we've been to. Yep. Um, but this is an episode in our firsts series. Do you know, when I see that in my mind, it's F1 RSTS. That's terrible. Yeah. That's my mind for you, though. Your mind is awful. Yes. It's often been said. And must be destroyed. Um... Yes, yeah, so what we do? Yes, yeah, so yes, yeah, so. <laughs> do you remember? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. That was a thing. I forgot that. I forgot that. That was one of our best catchphrases up until, obviously, growing lovely, <laughs> um, which has overtaken pretty much every other catchphrase well, that we got. It's growing lovely. Yeah, it really is growing lovely. It's really gathering a following online. Um, the cult of growing lovely um, is growing lovely. Uh, <laughs> we um, so we, we're watching notable firsts mm. from wrestling's past. Notable, a very stretchy term. Well, no, I mean generally speaking, they are sort of whatever we've been covering so far, quite remarkable. Well, we, did, we did glow, yeah. Um, the first episode of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, yeah. Which incidentally, I, I said that it would make me want to watch the second episode. Yeah, um, I did. And regretted it. Yeah. It was terrible. So maybe the the sort of moral of this story is that we're covering firsts. Yeah. Where you, and that's where you should stop. <laughs> yes. Um, and then we did NXT. Yeah. And then we did ROH. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> Let's address something here. Because we might post it. We might do it and post it at some other time. Let's actually, do you know what? I'm making a call now. Okay. Let's do this one. Yeah. And we'll put it up. And then we'll do the ROH one. So... Just to um, you know, just to let you inside, let you behind the curtain. <laughs> um, Alan and I spent um, over an hour um, on my bed tonight <laughs> uh, in my bedroom um, recording a podcast about the first ROH show. Yeah, the era of honour begins. Um, Golden stuff it was. It was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think actually there was a moment where we cracked the meaning of life in that. <laughs> Um, and did that also yeah. stop the recorder recording? Yeah. Well, also, I, do you know what I think stopped it was when we gave out next week's lottery numbers. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so doing that um, caused the recorder to quit after 12 minutes, <laughs> which is fantastic. Um, so there's out there, maybe in the ether somewhere, floating around in... in in, on the winds is um, is an hour worth of us talking about ROH. <laughs> um, we are going to do something. We're yeah. going to we're going to have a chat about that. Um, might not be an hour long because <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty painful experience to have discovered that. But I think that actually is a bit of a um, coming of age thing for podcasting. There yeah. aren't many. I think I think a lot of podcasters have had that issue at one point or another. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
just one second. We're going to just do something. You've got to um, let the cat in. Yeah, the, it's locked, the, Alan. The cat was hanging off the door handle. Yeah, so trying to let give, itself in. Give you a bit of insight. We're recording in my house now, um, and we are sat by my back door, and the cats are scratching at the door. Yeah, two cats came in. I hope they're both yours, and yeah. one didn't just tailgate. Yeah, they're both cool. They're both chill. Yeah, I'm all right with them. Right. I'm getting along with them a lot better these days. Um, they've been a bit cagey around me since um, since we moved. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to be all right. Really? I think we're going to be all right. Yeah. Either that or they'll suffocate you in your sleep. That's why I keep my bedroom door closed. <laughs> I always think it. Um, so, yeah, at some point we'll talk about the ROH show. Yeah. I mean, it'll be a great surprise for you when that drops. Because it will involve us getting very, very... Um, frustrated and also on edge that we're going to lose it all all over again yeah um so what are we talking about today well if you are saving um the episodes of this podcast and you have got the one where we said coming soon will be roh replace that with coming soon will be ecw yeah because we went back and we watched the first episode of ecw hardcore tv except it wasn't really hardcore TV, was it? Was it even hardcore TV at this point? I don't think so. And that betrays the fact that we made a slight error doing this. But the whole thing of this show is notable firsts. Yeah. I thought we would be watching the first episode of hardcore TV. The way that it is structured, hardcore TV took over the numbering of eastern championship wrestling's tv show right okay so we had to watch episode one are you sure this wasn't hardcore tv because terry <coughs> funk definitely referred to the fans as hardcore fans yeah I, I think what he was saying is that they are hardcore fans not ra- rather than right they are hardcore fans yeah um it certainly wasn't ECW, was it? It was Eastern Championship Wrestling. It was very much Eastern Championship yeah, Wrestling. It wasn't Extreme Championship Wrestling. But yeah. that's what we went and watched. It is available on that there network. Yeah, the network. Um, um, it's about 38 minutes long. It's exactly 38 minutes long. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? It wasn't good. <laughs> but it was, it was watchable. I said if that was on TV on a regular basis... And it was late at night and nothing else was going on. <laughs> I would put that on. I'd just put it on and look at it. Do you know what? For for a show from 1993, it was very 1983. <laughs> but, it, yeah, I mean, it was a wrestling TV show. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's it to long, isn't it? Like, yeah. none, none of it outstayed its welcome. Uh, apart from actually my favourite bit. Probably went on a little bit too long. <laughs> um... Because usually in this podcast, we try and do the three and three. Yeah. We try and do the, the love the graps. Yeah. Hashtag love the graps. Uh, and we try and do the not my graps. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? I did say before we did this, we're not going to bother. Okay. But let's do it. Right. All right. Okay. So love the graps. Let's go first. First thing, put our cards on the table. All right. The best thing about this whole show was what seemed to be a... On a 38-minute show, seemed to be a 25-minute-long montage <laughs> um, celebrating the ECW champion, heavyweight champion, uh, the Sandman. <laughs> the Sandman. Yeah, the Sand. Was he Sandman or the Sandman? He was the Sandman. Yeah, he was the Sandman. Yeah. Um, now this is the same Sandman. 
Yeah, who you would have seen um, later on. A lot less miles on the clock. Yeah, um, with a uh, can of beer, a uh, Singapore cane. Pair of jeans. Pair of jeans, walking through the crowd. Zubaz, sometimes, as well. um, To the strains of Metallica's Enter Sandman. Yeah. But this is before Metallica had released Enter Sandman, I believe. Might have even been before they wrote it, I don't know. Perhaps they wrote it about this this wrestler, the Sandman. Well, that would be interesting, seeing as there doesn't seem to be a beach bum vibe to the (laughs) song Enter Sandman. So, Sandman, it seems, his gimmick was, he he was from the beach. And what's at the beach? Sand. So he's the sand? Man. Man? Yeah. Um, so this montage, it was uh, had some generic kind of surf rock. It wasn't really surf rock. <laughs> no. It's just kind of some you know poppy rock. Um, lots of bright colours. Yeah. Sandman with some cool shades on. Uh, wearing a wetsuit. Yeah. Uh, unzipped to the waist. Yeah. Um, and carrying a surfboard. Carrying a surfboard. Lots of footage of him doing backdrops on, on Jerry, Lawler. Jerry Lawler. I think they had three matches from Memphis. Yeah. And they basically made a 25-minute music video yeah. out of those three I matches. mean, it, it wasn't 25 minutes. No, it was <laughs> only 24 it, it, it felt like 25 minutes. Uh, weirdly, like it was all it was all music, no yep. sound from the matches. Nope. But there was lots of footage of him cutting promos, yep. which was quite frustrating. I wanted to hear what he was saying. Yep. But I guess what he was saying was, I will fight Jerry Lawler next week and do loads <laughs> of backdrops on him. Um yeah, I, I, I always um, enjoy watching these sort of early appearances of, of wrestlers you come to know for different things. Before they were famous. Yeah, and for Sandman it's particularly sort of humorous. Yeah. Seeing as he was kind of like, I mean, he's always sort of um, looked at as as a little bit of an inspiration for the Stone Cold Steve Austin character in some ways. Yeah. Um, and... That's not at all what's going on here. No. I mean, I used to buy PWI magazine back in the early 90s, and particularly the PWI 500 when it came out every year. And so the Sandman wasn't new to me, uh, even in this form. But to see it it was was wonderful. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I I find... I don't know whether he was a good guy or a bad guy. That wasn't completely clear. I think he was a good guy, although because I guess he must have been a good guy because the person who Rockin' Rebel, yeah. who who was on the show later on, was the number one contender, and he was a bad guy, wasn't he? Yeah. So I imagine they would have done good guy, yeah. bad guy. Um, he didn't seem to have peaches with him at this point. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, just uh, yeah, it's nice, wasn't it? Kind of a bit of a time capsule there. Yeah, have you got any other? I love the graps, Chris. Do you know what? One of my favourite things was um, spotting a mullet in each and every match on the show tonight. <laughs> now, be that the referee um, or one of the com- competitors in the match, um, yeah. mullets very prevalent in 1993 Philadelphia. Um, and probably in 2003 Philadelphia, 2013 Philadelphia. Do you think it's an ever evergreen hairstyle? Yes, hockey hair, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they call it. Hockey it's hockey hair. big in Philadelphia. Uh, a soccer shocker, I think it's called as well. So. Never heard that one. Yeah, we never heard that. No. Well, you see, mullets were big in the mid nineties. Um, 
the Beastie Boys were very into the mullets in the mid nineties, weren't they? Yeah, kind of in ironic, an ironic yeah, way. Ironically, um, whereas, I don't think a single person <laughs> on here was wearing it ironically. No, it it was beautifully uh, capsulated that that period in time. Yeah, yeah. I. If I had to come up with a Love the Graps, yeah. uh, it would be that the TV title tournament that this show was built around um, was seeded. And not like a seeded roll no. covered in seeds. Or a, or a Jaffa. No. Oh, no, a Jaffa is... Seedless. Seedless. Uh, by its very definition. Yeah. You know, that's um, what Jaffa means. Is that right? I think so. It's yeah, a place cause... in Israel, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. You know Haifa. H I. That's different. Spelled differently. Yeah, but I think it said Haffa. Yeah, I don't know. That could be where the oranges are from, right? Yeah. Sunny over there, isn't it? You learn a lot on this podcast. (laughs) You Um, learn like half remembered (laughs) non-facts. Quite a lot of them. I like to call them facts. Yeah. Do they have seeded roles in Wimpy, Alan? (laughs) Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that this tournament was seeded because it. It lends an air of legitimacy yep. to a tournament yep. um, that you have seedings and creates the potential for an upset, Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we had a couple of matches from that. Yeah. Kind of, you know, a nice sort of way to sort of set out a TV show. Next week, you're going to get a couple more matches. Yeah. From the first round. I particularly liked how the first match from this tournament that we saw ended in a countout. <laughs> A very confusing count out. The most satisfying of all yeah, yeah. Uh, matches. There's lots endings. of. There was, some, there was a crappy roll up as well it, later on. That wasn't in the tournament. That yeah. was in a special it's challenge kind of, match. Well, it was almost a sex pin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little bit. It was um, feet on the ropes ish. <laughs> kind of trying to apply some extra pressure to the pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so we ended up with Sal Balomo. Sal Balomo, the wild man Sal Balomo. Who seemed to be dressed as a pantomime gladiator. With with a, a kind of a rising sun? No, I think it was kind of like a strappy, you know, like He-Man. Oh, right. You know He-Man? That's really? the thing in the middle of right. his chest with straps. Coming was from it? Chang- I think that's what I it was. I don't think it was. But I think he had like a black t-shirt under it because he's a fat <laughs> man and you don't want to see that. Um, he was a girthy man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of my favourites um, was actually, uh, it was in that match when um, when uh, Johnny Hotbody came out to, to interfere. So the, 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 um, the, the count out was a result of Johnny Hotbody coming out to interfere on Sal Balamo's behalf. Who the, the announcers told us that Johnny Hotbody was there minutes before we saw him. <laughs> yeah. He came out and he did a jump off the top rope to the outside with a double axe handle. Smash. To the inside? Oh, was it to the inside? Yeah. I thought it was um, to the outside. No, to try and get Tommy yeah. Cairo, yeah, um, who I think this is the first time I've ever seen Tommy Cairo yeah, wrestle. Same, I knew the name same, from yeah. PWI, yeah, um, and Tommy Cairo moved and he hit Sal Balomo, but only to the extent that it made Sal Balomo go outside for a bit. Sal Balomo was he was just he was a bit miffed, but yeah. he was kind of angry, and he came back later on and beat somebody else up. Yeah. Um, but Johnny Hotbody, um, I think, was so called to distract from. 
here being very bold man it's like oh no, no I've got a whole body what's that you've got you're losing your hair pretty badly Johnny look at the oh, body no, no, hot body look don't, no, don't look above the chin alright hot body and in fact don't look above the waistband of my pink tights just look tights? at my shoulders I'm quite happy with those um, I've been working on my traps um, my torso let's not talk about it. from the back look at me from the back yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I lift my, a lot of shopping. <laughs> was he called Johnny Hotbody because he'd reached that age where he's having flushes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a, such a hot body. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's his wife called him that. He's like, I can't sleep in the same bed as you. <laughs> Johnny Hotbody, that's what I call you. You're giving off too much heat. You're like a radiator. Oh, oh you're clammy as well. <laughs> Johnny, get out of the... You leave, oh, you've left all your hair behind, Johnny. <laughs> get out. So, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, that, I, I'm going to put that in Love the Graps. Johnny, hot body. <laughs> that, the whole thing yeah. in Love the Graps. The Super Destroyers. <laughs> super Destroyers. The Super Destroyers were two fat lads in masks. Black masks. Black masks. Purely black. You know, in the sort of uh, tradition... Of, of destroyers. destroyers. Um, I'd have called them the executioners, Chris. Yeah. Would yeah. you? Yeah. Um, yeah. What? Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to go to not my grabs. Not my grabs is the wrestler Tony Stetson <laughs> calling himself Tony Hitman Stetson in 1993, when I believe there was quite a prominent hitman on the on the prop. Oh, who cares about that guy? Was WrestleMania 10 in 1993? Maybe. Yeah. That was, Bret Hart won it all at WrestleMania 10. <laughs> he'd already beaten... He'd, well, no, he'd lost to Yokozuna the year before. Comes back and he, he beats the lot of them that the th- year. The thing I find fascinating about Tony Stetson is that he rocked a kind of mafia gimmick. His original manager was the Godfather. He was the Hitman. And his original name, his actual real name, was uh, Anthony Matteo, which is an Italian name. Yeah. But he changed it to Stetson. Yeah. And cowboys do- wear Stetsons. Yeah, he was doing the finger guns. Yeah. And they didn't have Hitmen in cowboy times. Tony Hitman Stetson. Yeah. I mean, he had kind of lank, greasy hair. Maybe he was trying to fool people. He, Maybe, I feel like somebody told him, "You look a little bit like you look at. Do you know who you look like? Pete Waterman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you look like that Brett Hitman Hart. Yeah. Mm, do I? Ooh, do you think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to call myself." Tony Hitman Stetson. I think maybe he spent a lot of time over in the UK doing the Seaside Tribute shows. <laughs> really? As Tony Hitman Stetson. Yeah. He lost in this, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. But he was one half of the uh, tag team number one contenders. With Larry Winters. Larry Winters, who got absolutely decimated by um, famed deceased murderer <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snooker. This, this show's all over the place, but it kind of was on the night. Yeah. Jimmy Snooker came out. Um, he was in the tournament, number one seed. Well, and he would be. You look at the names on there. Yeah, there's not many other people in that tournament who've killed a woman. No. Um, he killed her. I think he what she fell 
fell. <laughs> <laughs> she, the story was that she got out of the car for a wee and fell and hit her head. Um, but then I think he splashed her off the top of the car <laughs> with his superfly splash, and that was what oh, actually say. did the damage. Um, and then the death may or may not have been covered up. Yeah, by Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Vince. It's a uh, parody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Super, Jimmy Superfly Snooker um, completely destroyed uh, Larry Winters um, with, with his fate, patented Superfly Splash. Mm. Um, but they did mention that Larry Winters was the number one contender for the tag team titles. Not yeah. on his own, with Tony Stetson. Yeah. Uh, against the Super Destroyers. Yeah. Who, on this show, knocked off um, just a couple of fat <laughs> lads with long hair. Do you know who they were? Who were they? They were the Hell Riders. The Hell Riders. Of... Easy Rider yeah. and HD Rider. So, Easy Rider and High Definition. Well, rider. fortunately, it was not broadcast in High Definition. Easy Rider, to me, looked more like Cactus Chill. No, I think that was HD Rider. Was it? Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Kind of like a low polygon <laughs> Cactus Jack. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, he, uh, yeah... It's it is it's a very weird show. I think we were, I think we were expecting to see like a proto extreme championship wrestling. Yeah. Um, whereas what we got was just any old early nineties TV wrestling yeah. with any old scrubs. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of Smoky Mountain wrestling from the same year. Yeah. Um, but that was deliberately retro. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this was ju- it just fell into being yeah. retro. A lot of Todd Gordon on this, wasn't there? There was. Uh, everyone's favourite Callum Leslie lookalike. <laughs> Todd, Todd Gordon. Todd Gordon sort um, of like the proto Martin Zaki. Yeah. Um, and three commentators. Yeah. Uh, Terry Funk, the living legend. Yeah. Although I don't know about you. Every time they said the living legend, I was waiting for Larry Zabisco. Yeah. Um, there was uh, Sully. Somebody Sully. I don't know. And um, Stevie Wonderful. Stevie Wonderful. <laughs> Not Stevie Wonder. No. Stevie Wonderful. Yeah, but Stevie Wonderful, Perfect Vision. Ah, so right. maybe that's the difference. Yeah, cause Stevie Wonder would be no good as a wrestling commentator, would he? No, he'd be useless. Jay Sully. Jay Sully. Jay yeah. Sully's your man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Stevie Wonderful. There was a lot, actually, there were some managers on the show as well. Yeah. Um, and I think if you throw in Stevie Wonderful and then the managers, um, Cosmic Commander. <laughs> Who, uh, he may as well have called himself Acid, Acid Casualty. Yeah, Cosmic Commander was kind of a, a trashy Grand Wizard. He had a turban on, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, um, Jim Cornette knockoff kind of a, yeah. a, a combination. And then you also had, um, oh, what was his name? I, I'm trying to look it up now. Hunter Q. Robbins Third. Yeah. Um, who uh, Terry Funk humorously called Hunter Q. Robbins the Third. <laughs> Which is very good. It was very good. The crowd were into it. Um, and he was kind of a, I don't know, like a sleazy business manager type. Yeah, with the super uh, destroyers. Yeah. Um, it very sort of like generic, like heel, like villainous managers and mm. commentator, you know, with Stevie Wonderful, who was basically... <sighs> Michael Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, he had a duster. Of, yeah, sort of not a fella. Not a cleaning duster. <laughs> no, one of those, one of those coats. Yeah. yeah. 
You also had Eddie Gilbert come yeah. out later on with Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Eddie Gilbert was all over the show, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. He was in there at the he, beginning. He was the booker at the time, wasn't he? I think, oh, ACW, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pre-Paul Heyman. Yeah. Um, he, he came out with Jimmy Snooker. Jimmy Snooker came out and, and said, then introduced Eddie Gilbert. He said, I've got two things to say. Yeah. One, I've signed a contract. Yeah. Didn't specify what that contract was. People were quite happy. Yeah. No, I mean, it could have been for a mobile phone. Probably not in 1993. <laughs> no. Although, Paul Heyman? New beeper. Yeah. Um, and then there was something else which was kind of lost. <laughs> yeah. Because at that point... But I think the second thing was, I'm go- um, this man's coming out. Yeah. And then Eddie Gilbert came out. Yeah. And Terry... Was it Terry Funk who was doing this segment? Or yeah. Or was it somebody else? Uh, it might have been Todd Gordon, actually. Yeah. Um was like, oh, so are you Jimmy Snooker's new manager? Don't call me a manager. Eddie Gilbert was like, don't call me a manager. Ever, Don't ever call me a manager. But basically, uh, yeah, basically uh, the terms that yeah. I'm going to describe, I am his manager. Yeah, um, yeah so that was, that was weird. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it was a watchable half hour. I do regret watching it. You do? Yeah. I mean, after what we went through with the ROH thing, this seemed like a breeze. Yeah, I mean, it was an easy watch, but it wasn't a good watch. Uh, but I've had fun chatting about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, there is that. So, is there's some worth to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not inspired to go away and watch any more of it. There's 400 episodes. Oh, well, I better get on with it then. Yeah. Sack this off. Sorry, no more podcasts. Every time somebody says, you're recording a podcast, I'm going to watch another episode of this, that. This is now an... Eastern Championship Wrestling <laughs> podcast. You've got your podcasts out there for the Attitude Era. Yeah. You've got them out there for the new generation. Yeah. Uh, this one is just purely for the pre-Paul Heyman Eastern Championship yeah. Wrestling. Do you know now. what? Actually, I'm going to narrow it down even further. It is purely for the Johnny Hotbody. This is Johnny Hotbody Cast. Welcome, welcome to the Johnny Hotbody Cast. Where we attempt to find more matches featuring Johnny Hotbody. And uh, next time you see us live at a show, yeah. we will be wearing pink tights and only pink tights. Yeah, and we will have lost most of our hair. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't good. No. It was very dated. I mean, it was 25, getting on for 25 years ago. Yeah, seems a lot longer. Um and uh, yeah, it was silly. It was it's weird though. I often think I, I watch stuff when I'm flicking through the channels on TV, and I, I, I like an old game show. Yeah. And you'll watch stuff, and you'll think, "Oh, this is from the '80s," and it's like from 1994. Yeah. So I think there was a bleed from the '80s to the '90s. Well, definitely. I mean, we talked about the amount of mullets that were in yeah. this. Like, when did the '90s start? 2000. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when the '90s yeah. started. Yeah. Um. I think the 90s started when the TV show Funhouse began. Right. I think that was the defining watershed for the 90s. I have no memory of or uh, passion for Funhouse, even no. in an ironic way. No, but I'm not. I'm, we're not talking about whether it was good or not. No. I'm talking about people what, do though, don't they? they I'll oh, bring about... Funhouse back. Bring Funhouse back. Do it with adults. Oh, that sounds fucking horrible. Yeah, that's what they say. Um, but I'm just saying, that was the moment, because that's when all of the 90s aesthetic was defined. Right. We're talking bright colours, annoying music. That's quite 80s. Though. Twins. That's quite 80s. 
Well, yeah, but this is a particular set right. of bright colours and annoying music. A lot of angular stuff. See, like this, this um, Alan's got a Hype Bros t-shirt on. That's very much a 90s aesthetic they've gone for there, I think. Again, I'd say 80s. Okay, well, maybe we've got our wires crossed. Maybe the 90s didn't exist. What about the Spice Girls? Uh, cool Britannia, isn't it? Mm. What about Common People by Pulp? Yeah, we'd have to give this some thought. Yeah, join us next what time about on this life. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, let's uh, wrap it up because it's been a ramble one, yeah, isn't it's, it? It's, but I think it's been, you know it's quite a short one. Yeah. Um, I think you will have enjoyed listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go to some shows, aren't we? We over are. the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, well, next week. Um, we're going to a couple of shows. Um, well, we, we haven't covered on the podcast before. Nope. Um, that's IPW UK. Stroke One Wrestling. Um, is there an IPW anywhere else right now? I, I mean, there must be. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, the initials aren't particularly unique, are they? Well, I mean, it's International Professional Wrestling. Colon. United Kingdom. Okay. Um, when I write my column, mm. I tend to the first time I mention a promotion, I write their name out in full. Yeah, um, don't bother doing that with. No, it's not a waste of time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but they've got a show in Wolverton, Milton Keynes. Yeah, um, your territory. At one point, it was called One Wrestling. Then yeah. this weird Fight Nation buyout of IPW UK occurred, yeah. and um, it's kind of subtly been rebranded, but. Not really. Like, well, it's early days. No, but I just mean the Facebook event still oh, says right, one yeah. wrestling on yeah. it. Facebook event still says it's sold out, even though they put some extra tickets on sale. Oh, well, you know. Um, production seats, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that's on Wednesday. And then on Friday, we're off to Brighton. We are. For Riptide. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, should be a fun one. Yeah. Going to try and get ourselves a spot of wimpy on the way. I know, down. let's hope that works. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get something with a bender in it. <laughs> well, it is Brighton. Oh, God, I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. You laid it up, I smashed it out of the court. Yeah, but I just thought maybe we didn't have to go for the obvious. I thought we were above that, Alan. <laughs> no one listening to this show thought we were above that. I think they might think I'm above it. <laughs> I think that people respect me really? as, as the voice of British wrestling. <laughs> Am I? Am I? Please write in, let us know. Um, so, uh, until then, we're, we're going to try and do something to, with this ROH thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, until then, get on the social media. Yeah. Done the fan group. Fan yeah. Group. It's not a fan group. No. It's just a Facebook group. <laughs> it wasn't created by fans no. of our work. Well, Although it was, we are. It was uh, ourselves. Yeah. There's no bigger fans of our I'm work. I'm a big fan us. of you. You're a big fan of me. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, no, you're a big fan. You're a big fan. Uh, you've written me fan letters before. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it's a... A nice little group we got on there. Yeah. So little, we've got over hundred people. Yeah, already. Um, which is which is fun. Um, some nice conversation going yeah. on in there. I'm going to keep posting bad matches. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. I'm going to keep asking questions. Yeah. Because I need to get to the truth of the matter. That's me, <laughs> hard hitting journalist Chris East. Um, so join us on there. Um, join us on Twitter. 
yeah. at Love the Grabs. Yeah. Um, I've got a personal Twitter account. Which I don't mind. You can follow me. It's on not there. very personal. Is it's it? quite. Per- I put some very heartfelt stuff on there. <laughs> um, at Muscly Babies. Uh, the internet's Alan Boone. Also has a Twitter account. It's at Indie Sleaz. Yeah. For, for wrestling and anime. Yeah. I like. I'm an anime. You see. Yeah. I watched 11 episodes of an anime today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't have to go to work today. I think we might have to stage an intervention soon. Because <laughs> um, I think you're dangerously close to diving into anime porn. And I'm I, I'm really worried. Why? I just think, well, if you're prepared to sit there for 11 episodes of an anime, it doesn't take much to flip that <laughs> switch. Like, or, like... You know what they say about men? They think about sex every 12 seconds. It's not going to take long for you in that, in that time to think about something weird. I I am a 45-year-old man. So it's every... 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm just saying, you're a creep. At some point, <laughs> it's going to get weird. Uh, so, um, that's been a fun... It's been a fun evening, yeah. in some ways. Um, and what should they do? I don't know, Alan. Go to bed. We had joy.